I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Want a weekly roundup of the best CBC Radio programming? Subscribe to the CBC Radio 1 newsletter. Get a digest of the week's top stories. Read in-depth articles. Listen to interviews and documentaries. And get the lowdown on upcoming stories from CBC Radio 1 that you need to hear. To subscribe, go to cbc.ca slash radio and look for the subscribe button. The CBC Radio 1 newsletter. Be informed. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me. We're back with the conclusion of Between Breaths by Governor General Award-winning writer Robert Chafe. If you haven't yet listened to parts one and two, you can do so by going to our feed and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please don't forget to rate and review us. It helps us bring theatre to even more listeners. In part two of Between Breaths, Dr. John Lean, the whaleman of Newfoundland, is in his final days of life after battling a degenerative illness. He has travelled back in time in his memory to when he had to give up the work of saving whales due to his declining health. He recalls the car accident he suffered that caused his failing health, as well as the sacrifices he's made, both personally and professionally, to pursue his passion for whales. This is the conclusion of Between Breaths by Robert Chafe. We missed you at dinner last night. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. That's not like you. Well, I called. I left a message. I know. Yours was the only one for a change. Well, what is it they say? Be careful not to get too good at something. You might develop a reputation for it. Did you save the whale? You hungry? No. Twelve-hour drive. I haven't eaten since last night. There's a smell about you, my darling. Oh, is there? You smell like the water, the worst of the water. Well, I can't smell anything. Oh, take my word for it. We're going to need proper survival suits. Oh, it's like you rolled in something rotten. You're worse than the dog. Proper survival suits, a place to put them, build it into the budget. Budget. We should only have the best. Is there any bacon? We? Who's we? Uh... The Whale Research Group. Huh? It's a thing I started. When? This morning. It's barely morning, darling. Well, it was a long drive. Uh, you research whales now and not just rescue them? I don't know, maybe. Look, it's just a title. More likely to get funding that way. Oh, this is sounding official. Oh, there's water in my ear. It's driving me crazy. Suddenly official. 
Where are you going to find the time? I don't know. Look, I'll hire people. I'll find money. I'll hire people. I'll start a dedicated phone line. John. They won't be calling the house anymore. You study birds. They hired you to study birds, darling, to lecture about birds. Where are you going now? Uh, to call the dean. It's quarter after six in the morning. Well, I can't do it alone. I need help. You what? just said it yourself. Would you just look at the clock? Look, just, I'll just... leave him a message. John. Look, I'm going to need grad students, placements, oh, grants, you things like that. Do this. Huh? You do this. You always, always. Always do this. You, 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 oh, you charge ahead on bound and on complicated. And oh, I'm sorry, but most people don't, my darling. It's it's not normal. It's not. Uh, most people think about effects and consequences, and that it's human and necessary. We have to be that. All of us have to be that. Except you. There's no doubt with you. There's no second thought with you. There's no yesterday. There's no tomorrow. There's no next week. There's only today. Now, this very minute. What can be done right now? What can be done? I'm a starter. I start things. And you leave things for other people to finish. Oh. With the assumption that they can and will and want to. My darling, you ask as much of others as you do of yourself, which is always too much. I love you. I love what you're doing. And I'm proud of you. And you have no idea. I'm so proud of what you're doing. But you are a scientist. And you're a lecturer. And you study birds, John. You can't always be the guy. Yesterday, okay? John. No, 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 no. Yesterday, okay? I freed the whale. But the net? I had to chop the nets to pieces to get it off the thing. So yeah, whale swims free. But then I got to sit with this guy while he cries. Grown man crying like a baby. He lost the net last year too. Near on $8,000 gone. The last month and a half of the season gone. He had to remortgage his house to make payments on his boat to feed himself. Some some second thoughts for you? What if someone had gotten there sooner? Darling, no, I no, some of these you. fishermen, you see them, it's the... The best kind of sunny day, the wind changes, the pattern of it on the water, and they see it. They call you back to land, and bam, the weather's on you in minutes. They watch the color of the water against the deep. Some of these older guys, and they can tell you where the fish are, and they're right. Or they could be out in the boat all day, no watch, no clock, sun behind the clouds, and tell you the time of day to the minute. And some of these guys, grade two, grade three, and some less than that. But the knowledge, it's a different kind of knowledge. It's not teachable. God, no. It's born to you or it's fed to you in the soup your mother makes or something. But it's theirs and it's not ours and it's certainly not mine. And there I am trying to tell them about whales. Whales, for God's sakes. Trying to tell them not to be afraid of them like their fathers were and their grandfathers and their great-grandfathers. I've been here ten years, the smell of the farm on me. I have freed what, ten, twelve, twelve. And now I'm supposed to be the expert. Now I am the guy, the whale man. I'm the guy, Judy, because there's no one else. There is no one else. And people, people think I only do it for the whales. I don't. 
Nice night for a swim. Yeah, I flipped my boat coming in the cove. Yeah, I should say you did this bloody mess. Well, none of the boys wanted to unmore from me this afternoon. Something about the color of the sky, they said. So I, uh, I took up my Zodiac. And barely made it back. You're lucky. Yeah, I suppose. I'm John. Name's Wayne. There's two empty rooms up there. Take your pick. Kids are up to their grandmothers. Oh, if I put the pedal to the floor, I'll be back to St. John's before my clothes are dry. Lord's Cove to town is six hours on a good day. Don't be so goddamn foolish. Hmm. Hmm. I'd offer you a drink. No, no, thanks. Good. I don't have it in the house. <laughs> when I was working on the boats, I could walk three steps from my bunk to the bar. Never bothered with it. Not for me. I'm fine, thanks. Precious little to offer you. Wife's up to her mother's for the weekend. I've been living on canned beans since she's been gone. Ugh. You want some beans? No, sir, I'm good. Well, you were asking. <laughs> it's a good house you got here, Wayne. This place? Yeah. You build it? No, my father's place. Left it to me. Hmm. Yeah. I just built a place myself over in uh, Portugal Cove. Style of you. Oh, nothing fancy. Just a little farmhouse, a barn out back. Well, this here is a resettlement house from Point of Gaul. Buddy wanted a thousand dollars for it. And my poor old father couldn't give him it. Hmm. He gave him nine hundred. And this house is 114 years old. This came in one chunk on a flatbed down the road from Point of Gaul. And when she landed here, every door opened perfect. She was square, sir. Square as the day she was built. Built with love. You people all fishermen? Yes, I suppose so. What about you? Me. (laughs) Me. I've been everything by. I seen you down to the wharf there tonight, and I said, geez, he don't look like any university professor (laughs) I ever seen. Well, there's not much call for a shirt and tie when you're waist deep in bird shit. I'm uh, studying the storm petrels out of Middleon Island. Oh, I knows that. You weren't in town five minutes before word of that went around. <laughs> he says you're at more than that, too. Hmm? Whales and that? Oh. Freeing them from nits. Just the one last summer down in Fortune. How long you been here? In Newfoundland? Just uh, shy of ten years. Oh, so you knows. You knows we can be a hard people to love, John. <laughs> Especially to people like you. People around here, they live their lives in that queer space in between things. In between respect in life and having to take it. Mm-hmm. See, I was a whaler. Now then, three years in B.C., three back here in Dildo before they shut her down in 72. Humpback, Finn, right whales. Yes, sir. Can't tell many people that. Certainly not people like yourself. Scientist. Conservationist. It's a black eye, ain't it? Something I only did to make a living. My home, my family, my chance to feed them. You should know is all. Whose roof you're sleeping under? My father, he had a farm... My first job was raising chickens. I name them like pets. Then I butchered them myself, sold them around town. 
I was, uh, eight? I know whose roof I'm sleeping under. You ever see a proper whaler? The vessel? Uh Uh-uh. Well, I was junior crew, eh? On when I was 18? Mm -hmm. I mean, I wanted to fire the cannon, but Jesus, who didn't? (laughs) They harpoon them with the explosive tip. Take a Jesus big chunk. Death blow. Quick. And then me and two other fellas, we were on the hoses. The Mm -hmm. air hoses. You put one in through the mouth, and the other in through the arsehole. Blow them up. (laughs) Take on some air, I tell you. You let them float like that with a boy until time comes to gather them for sure. You really see the size of them when they're floating like that? The strength and the power, even though they're dead. Maybe, maybe because they're dead. Nothing like setting yourself against something to make you fear the full wrath of it. Fishing? Years after it all. By... I couldn't get a clean night's sleep on the water, but to be thinking that one of them was coming up under us. Angry. As it should be, I suppose. I never set out to rescue that whale last summer. This fisherman, he thought I was there to help. Heard I was in the whales. Those potheads trapped under the ice the previous year. But I was just there to record them. Their distress. I didn't know anything more about it than that. And I thought I made that clear, but this fisherman, I, uh... Oh, I forget his name now. Jackman. Captain Bob Jackman. He thought I could help. The net was wrapped around both flukes, all into the mouth everywhere. A mess. His father told him to shoot it. Boom. Mm -hmm. Right down to the blowhole. Like he'd done himself before. Like they'd all done. Satisfying somehow. There's something to do when there's nothing to be done. Rage and frustration and fear. Real fear, these fellows, like you said. Captain Bob, a lifetime on the sea, and he won't admit to it, but he was ice cold with fear. And you understand that. And this humpback, he was a big fella. Size of him up close? But he was so tired, he'd been there three weeks or something at that point. The sound of him. He was just barely there, you know. Each breath a struggle. (laughs) It was an awful day of rain and wind. The sea was high. It wasn't a sensible day for it at all. We were getting tossed around pretty good, and I didn't know what to do, and so I, uh, I told this frightened fisherman to bring the boat in closer. I told him to bring it in closer, and the look on his face, Wayne? Oh, Christ. Closer, I said, and I thought... (laughs) I thought he's going to shoot me, never mind the whale. (laughs) But he did it. Must have looked like I knew what I was talking about, because he went and did it. He brought that boat in close, good and close. We were all but up on the whale's back then. You know, the Buddhists say that the last sense to leave the dying... Is their hearing, and I believe it, because the engine, something spooked him, and he rolled on his side. He rolled on his side, and when he did, his eye came right out of the water. Oh, this thing the size of a softball, wet 
and gray and huge and... Oh, I'd never seen anything like that. This eye? Some are going to call me foolish for saying it, but I'm going to say it. He heard us, but he saw us too. Oh, he was looking at me. He was looking right at me, right in the eye. And it was like he was saying, This is not me. The real me is long gone. And there's nothing to be done. Nothing to be done here. Well, thanks for trying, but you can let me pass and let me be at peace and be at peace yourself. <laughs> but us humans, we don't let go that easy. I'm here, John. Hold, uh, keep her in close. Keep her close. I don't know what you want. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing, but we're doing something. Uh, you got a mask, Bob? I'm a mask, a diving mask. <laughs> it's not up back with your bikini. Whoa! I'm here, John. Keep the boat in close now, Bob. Nice and close, okay? She hasn't left your side, my son. Keep her in close. I'm here. No, no, sir. I've never done this before. How about you? They told me you woke up last night. Whoa! Christ! Uh, it's just like bath water. They told me you woke in the night and you were so upset. So I'm staying with you here in the hospital. All right. It looks like it looks like it's tangled a good three turns around his, uh, his fin there. I can't see much, but I can see that. How long has it been like this? He can barely get up for a breath. He's lucky to be alive. I thought you were a nut. Christ! A bloody nut. I don't mind saying it. Well, he knows we're here. Hand me that knife. But you're just fearless, aren't you? We're going to untangle this scared 30-foot whale, Bob. What do you think? No, 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 no. Don't back off. We're not done yet. Fearless, if not foolhardy. I'm not done. And fucking indestructible. No. No. Bob, put it down. Listen. Listen, Bob, put down the gun. It'll do no good for you, for your net. This whale dies, sinks, floats away. It'll just take your net with it. Do nothing for you shooting it. So, so, so put it down, and, and, and maybe we can save your net. How old are you, Bob? Listen to me. How old are you? You, you, you fishing long? How long are you captain your own rig? The children are here. You got kids, OJ Bob? Listen to me. You got kids? Ellen and yeah, Marinus I've got kids, on the too. Way I've got she... three kids. We're going to save your net. We're going to try to save your net, all right? So, so hand me that knife and, uh, and bring me in closer. You always had a way of turning people around. Breaking the clouds, dear Bob. Weather is turning. You weren't a shitty teacher. And I wasn't too much of an asshole to be taught. Ha! This one line cut. Two more and he should be clear. I moved the office into the basement of the house. And I got a grant to subsidize the new Zodiac. She's big, but she's fast. She'll get the job done, John. The job will get done. You're a starter, so you always said. Well, you started it. And we'll keep it going. trying to dive. John? Just one rope left, but he's trying to dive. Oh, we gotta keep him up. breathe, my love, breathe. It's okay. Keep him up. I'm proud of you, my love. The kids are so proud of you. Pull, Bob, pull. He goes down. He might not come back up. Uh, uh, uh. 
That's it. That's it. There you go. That's it. Stay up, fella. Stay up. Oh, he's all right. He's okay, aren't you? Yeah, he's fine. He's just scared. He doesn't know us. What? But he knows we're trying to help. Where are you now, my love? Sun is finally out, Bob. It's going to be a good day. At home. On the farm. Portugal Cove. Back in South Dakota. Are you so far away? He's clear. Oh, that's the last cut. That should be the last cut. John. He's clear. Why isn't he? Are you out on the water? Yes. Oh, he's not moving. Back where we grew up, we could only dream of the ocean. He's not moving. What's holding him back? Do you remember moving here, building the farm, the kids, our wedding, our wedding? You cut your hair, remember? Under threat from my father. Who is this gorgeous young man before me, this handsome suit and tie and looking so uncomfortable? Oh, we should have gotten married in a field. We belonged outside, didn't we? Not in that church. We were wilder than that, weren't we? Wild and... There you are. I see you in there. I know you can hear me. It's okay. John. I'm okay. Let go. My love. There he goes. Strong, this one. But he was trapped so long he almost forgot the power of a thousand men. And it's just now coming back to him. No, it's all coming back. He just needed to remember what he is. There he goes. And sometimes they breach when they're first released and they know that they're finally, finally free. They charge the surface and throw themselves clear out. 
And why do you suppose they do that, huh? Joy! Joy! That was the conclusion of Between Breaths by Robert Chafe. You can hear all three episodes now on Play Me. Our next episode will feature an in-depth interview with the playwright. The original theatrical production was directed by Jillian Kiley. The music was composed by The Once. The original sound design for Between Breaths was by Brian Kenny. The play featured Steve O'Connell, Bernie Stapleton, and Daryl Hopkins. Music and vocals were performed by Brianna Goss, Steve Maloney, and Kevin Woolridge. The musical director was Kelly Walsh. Between Breaths premiered July 19, 2018, as a production by Artistic Fraud of Newfoundland at the LSPU Hall in St. John's. It was developed with the assistance of the 2015 Banff Playwrights Lab, a partnership between the Banff Centre for the Arts and Creativity and the Canada Council for the Arts. Thank you to Mara Badovskis for the help with the recording. Additional sound design and mixing of this episode was by Chris Tolley. We'd love to hear what you think of our show. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes to help get the word out about our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Expect Theatre and on Instagram at Podcast. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley. The associate producer is Pippa Johnstone. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is produced by Expec Theatre in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information on our plays and artists, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.